With your radio on the go sports here on KLMJ for this Wednesday morning. I'm Dwayne Karstens reporting. Last night, the first rounds of the girls' state basketball tournament continuing. Class 2A quarterfinals involved two area teams going head-to-head as top-seeded Dighton Hartford met up with eight-seeded Applington Parkersburg. And Dighton Hartford, the two-time defending state champions, didn't waste any time. They got out to a quick lead in the first quarter, but it was the second quarter that they really pulled away. Jonathan Mowinkle was there and has more. And then in the second quarter, Dighton Hartford outscored the Falcons 25-4. to The Wolverines really got it rolling. And they gave Applington Parkersburg really no hope to come back in this one. Ellie Knock especially was really in control on the court. She was in rhythm, knocking down good shots, and really was an X factor for the Wolverines in that first half. Uh, the Wolverines were four of nine from three-point range in the second quarter. That was Applington Parkersburg's game plan to make them shoot the threes, and the Wolverines were able to knock them down. We move on into the second half. The running clock rule gets into effect. The Falcons were able to heat up a little bit in the fourth quarter, and then all the reserves from both teams trickled into the game by the time we got to the end. And Dyke and Hartford advanced to the state semifinals with this dominant victory, doubling up the Falcons on the scoreboard. Dyke and Hartford head coach Bruce Dahl says that his team had a lot on its side tonight, including that experience. I think it came down to experience to start that game. I think that you can see that we were a little more... Um, poised and have been down here and plays a lot of games, you know, as opposed to, you know, I, I respect AP. Um, Coach Driscoll does a great job, and, and they're a very classy program, you know, but if you, if you look at experience versus, you know, non-experience, we had that on them tonight. Overall, the Falcons were 12 of 44 from the field. The Wolverines were 22 of 58. So Dyke and Hartford outshot Applington Parkersburg. 38% to 27% and the rebounding. This was crazy as well. Dyke Hartford had 48 rebounds in the game. 24 offensive, 24 defensive. They had 27 at the half. That's pretty absurd when you think about it. Falcons only had 23 rebounds on the game. AP had 17 turnovers and Dyke Hartford had nine turnovers. So the Falcons with their knack for forcing opponents into more turnovers than typical did not come into play tonight. Head coach of the Falcons, Brady Driscoll, says that despite the loss, it was a great way to get this program, you know, back on the map. But the Wolverines used their size, their speed, and all their other advantages to take control and leave no doubt in this one. They're back-to-back state champs for a reason. I mean, they're they're a juggernaut. You run into them, I you know qualify them. As, that's a dynasty over there, and they they got a lot of kids back from last year, and they'll still have a lot back from next year. You know, when they're shooting. Went the way they did, you know, they knocked down five, six, seven threes. That makes it really tough because you got to take something away. Usually, a lot of teams try to take away the inside game and give up the outside and hope for rebounds. But you got kids knocking down threes and you got um, three six footers on the inside trying for a rebound. It makes it very difficult. So they jumped on us early, and I told you know, Jake, it's like their second home here. This is our first experience in the first quarter. Kind of showed that I think, you know, and it's mine too. I mean, we're all brand new to this, so. Um, they took it to us in the first quarter and really never looked back from there. So um, it was a good experience for the kids, and hopefully uh, we can get back here um, sooner than later. Dyke New Hartford had all five scorers in double figures, including two double-doubles. Peyton Peterson had 15 points and 15 rebounds, and Jaden Peterson had 12 points and 12 rebounds. 12 points apiece for Ellery Knock and Marin Bixby, and Camille Lanfair had 11 points. Kendall Ryard led the Falcons with 10 points on three of seven shooting. Applington Parkersburg has their season come to a close at 20 and five overall. 
Dyke and Hartford moves to 24 and 1, and they will head to the state semifinals coming up on Friday morning. 9:30 a.m. pregame show, 10 o'clock a.m. tip-off from Wells Fargo Arena on 98.9 KQCR. Once again, top seed of Dyke and Hartford defeats number eight seed Appleton. All right, thank you very much, John. It was a 68-34 to final there, the Wolverines over the Falcons. And DNH moves on to play Siblio Cheaton, uh, who will uh, who defeated Iowa City Regina yesterday, the Generals over the Regals, 60-39. to Also a blowout there. Other uh, Class 3A scores from yesterday at the state tournament. Third-seeded West Marshall, who had a thrilling last-second shot to get to state on the regional final. Uh, comes up short against Sioux Center. Sioux Center wins 79-51 at state yesterday in 3A. And the 4A games were all played yesterday. The quarterfinals saw Dallas Center Grimes, the top seed in 4A, defeat Glenwood 57-39. Fourth-seeded Ballard, 58-44 winners over Decorah. Second-seeded North Polk, a big win over seventh-seeded Clear Creek Amana, 61-30. And it was Sioux City Heelan, the third seed over Cedar Rapids Xavier, 63-37. Last night, the University of Iowa men's basketball team down number 15, Indiana, 90-68. That was on the road at Assembly Hall in Indiana. Iowa improves to 11-8 in the Big Ten Conference and 19-11 and on the season. Iowa finished 56% from the floor, including 57% from long range. And with his second double-double of the season, Tony Perkins led the team with 10 rebounds, and the Hawkeyes beat the Hoosiers 39-27 to on the glass. All-American candidate Chris Murray scored a game-high 26 points and had seven rebounds, and Iowa will be hosting Nebraska now in its final home game on Sunday. Well, other people are still buzzing about the dramatic finish for the Iowa women here this past weekend in Iowa City. Caitlin Clark's three-pointer was the game winner as sixth-ranked Iowa edged the Big Ten champ and second-ranked Indiana 86-85 to on Sunday. Clark comes oh off God. the screen. She's got a look. Fires it. And Clark finished with 34 points, 9 assists, and 9 rebounds. Her game winner thrilled the sold-out crowd at Carver Hawkeye. You know, to win it like that on senior night for our seniors, I thought was pretty incredible. And, you know, we never stopped believing. You know, we knew one and a half seconds was plenty of time for us, and those are the situations we work on in practice. So, glad we executed. And Clark finished with 34 points, 9 assists, and 9 rebounds. Her game winner, again, thrilling the crowd. I don't think they realize how much that really helps us when you have people screaming for you and cheering for you. And, um, you know, they helped us get some stops there. And it's just such a fun environment to play in. <laughs> and a cap today that saw Carver Hawkeye Arena host ESPN game day. Back to high school hoops where several local girls players have been selected to all district teams released by the Iowa Girls Coaches Association. Class 1A North Central District includes Emma Martinic and Leah Weaver from the state-bound West Fork Warhawks and Nakia Oliver from AGWSR. Class 2A Northeast District all district selections include Peyton Peterson, Jaden Peterson, Ellery Knock of Dyke New Hartford, Ellen Waller and Kendall Ryherd of Applington Parkersburg, as well as Carly Willis of Grundy Center. Dyke New Hartford's Bruce Dahl was the district coach of the year. And local selections in the Class 3A Northeast District team include Ella Shire of Iowa Falls Alden and Lexi Lane of Clarion Goldfield Dows. You can view the statewide all district teams 
at our website at RadioOnTheGo.com. Well, the fifth rated West Fork rated uh, girls basketball team, that is, uh, the fifth seeded West Fork girls basketball team is set to continue their undefeated journey at the Girls Union State Quarterfinals today against fourth seeded Remsen St. Mary's. The Warhawks will arrive at Wells Fargo Arena with the only perfect record remaining in Class 1A to take on a one-loss Hawks team. West Fork ultimately ended up where they had hoped to have gotten, but now the Warhawks, for the first time all season, will perhaps see an opponent on their level. West Fork hasn't faltered all season and continued their dominant margin of victory style in the regional finals by beating McQuokita Valley 56-37. That was their closest game of the season. It was 19 points. The Warhawks still hold opponents to below 30 points per game on average. West Fork senior guard Ellie Weaver expresses her excitement at getting to play at the state tournament today. Obviously so excited. This was our goal all season. So, I mean, we're seniors and like we just knew it was going to happen this year. Remsen St. Mary's represents the War Eagle Conference, has four juniors who score nine points or more per game. The Hawks offense also commits only 13 turnovers per contest when they will face their toughest test of the season when they face a Warhawks defense that forces 21 or more per game. Weaver says the game plan stays consistent today with Remsen St. Mary's. I mean, I'm sure Coach doesn't want to change much. We're just going to play our game and be aggressive as always on our press, and I think that's what's going to help us a lot. West Fork senior guard Raylan Nash says her Warhawks need to be persistent in the biggest game of the year today. It's obviously a different game and a different atmosphere, but like, I guess if we just keep doing what we're doing and do our best, then it's all that matters. The 24-0 women of West Fork will look to advance past Remsen St. Mary's today in the quarterfinals, and that game gets underway at 3.15 today. And 104.9 KLMJ has all the live coverage. Pre-game at 2.45 with Jacob Zimmerman. And you can also listen live at RadioOnTheGo.com. And uh, also today at the Girls State Basketball Tournament, let's look at the other games going on. Class 2A quarterfinals, Central Lion plays Panorama at 10 a.m. in 2A. And uh, that will be followed by Pocahontas Area versus Eddieville, Blakesburg, Fremont. The 1A semifinals then begin at 1.30 today. Bishop Garrigan, that's Algona Garrigan, against Martinsville St. Mary's at 1.30. Then it's the West Fort game. Uh, that's uh, scheduled at 3.15 tip-off time. Newell Fonda then plays Woodbine. Newell Fonda, the team that knocked AGWSR out of the regional finals. That's a 5 o'clock game. And then at 6.45, Northland against Winfield Mount Union at the Girls State Basketball Tournament for today. And some other action. Again, we're going to be going to the Iowa State-Kansas game tonight. 7 o'clock tip-off for that. 6.30 is the pregame here on KLMJ for the ISU women. And Ellsworth Community College men and women are both at Nyack in Mason City. 5.30 and 7.30 women's and men's games, respectively. That's going to do it for Radio On The Go Sports for this Wednesday morning. I'm Dwayne Karsten reporting.